0: I'll tell Kelly she doesn't need to come. She doesn't need to be over here that you're gonna move in and just give me all the massages and
1: you want your girls' dainty hands in that deep tissue? No, you want these jujitsu hardened want- hand hands. <laughs> yeah. I'll,
2: I'll, I can bring some some of these little sausages over. Once. I'm gonna
0: get so deep
1: oh, inside god. of you.
0: Is, I'm glad we're I hope we're not recording yet. We are recording. <laughs> oh god. Hey, what, what happened to your
2: what happened to your leg, man? Did you uh did you hurt it at the gym or something or what?
0: No, I was playing, um, I was playing street ball with my boys.
2: Every and time. Then, that's hey, uh, honestly
0: like, that's it, man. You're like playing and you, you're starting to get warmed up. You're feeling good. Things are moving in the right direction. And then bam, you just, I hit the ground. I felt like I had felt like a pop and I had felt that the, the court had literally broken. And I looked down to see cause the court I was playing on, it wasn't wood. It's, but it's, it's like these plastic squares and i was like oh man the court broke and i looked back and i was like what's no, why is the court no. not look broken kind of thing it was like you know uh-huh. i was a little confused uh-huh. and then i was like oh shit that pop i just heard no, and felt no, like no, that no. was my leg and i was just like everyone was like oh dude you're okay it's uh-huh. cool. and i was like uh-huh. looking at it, i was like i am not okay
2: oh man so i would
1: rather zombie apocalypse than deal with an achilles like uh-huh. as a basket as a li- oh, lifetime basketball
0: God player damn. that's really making it sound bad huh well it's just it's like a lifetime apart i mean that's a big you heard what you just said right it's a big but i get to keep
1: my achilles to to kill the zombies with like like so here's the thing the surgeries have gotten a lot better and actually i'm just coming from a place of fear where like when i was like when i was in college if you got an achilles injury you were there was that was it like there's no there's no more sports like after that so like the rehab's so good now like we saw kobe play a little bit after and then now like kevin durant's like the same dude so There's potential there just as a guy who's associated so much of his psychology with basketball, I can't get the boogeyman of the Achilles out of my head. Even though I know intellectually a zombie apocalypse would be worse emotionally. I'd rather my loved ones became zombies than to lose my Achilles.
2: But then, like, <laughs> zombies aren't real, so like, <laughs>
0: Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, but then you
1: know, started pissing
2: <laughs> your Cheerios. But like, you know,
1: <laughs> can I just sacrifice my loved ones? <laughs> Is yeah. that an option? Yeah. I want my Achilles back.
2: I mean, zombies, zombies aren't real, but psychopaths are. So like, you know, you can. Yeah, I um, agree.
1: I think it's more nice. intense narcissism. Um, we're splitting hairs at this point.
2: So today, we're uh, we're gonna be talking about branding. Um guys I, th- I think uh i think all of us here are a little bit knowledgeable on the subject some probably more than others but um some people might be tuning in and be like all right well why the fuck am i talking uh, tuning into like a cryptocurrency show and talking about brand and like well the reason why is because it's branding is important there's josh with his little bang energy drink uh, uh you know sponsored by bang obviously not but <laughs> anyway um So first off, guys, let's ask a question. What, uh, in your mind, what do you think a brand is? Like, what is is branding to you, Josh? I think brand is what people
1: think of you when they think of you, right? Like I might, there's this old phrase, it's like, oh, it's who you know in business. "Ah, I don't think that's true. I think it's who you know and then what they think of you. If everyone knows you and they don't like you, you're not gonna get anything done. But if you're a likable person, you do good work. Now, the more people that know you, the more opportunities you get. So when you think of brand, it's like when I think of Coca-Cola, I think of like this mainstay. This is a staple of a certain type of food. So I think of burgers when I think of Coca-Cola. It'd be so weird if I went to some place that had burgers and they don't have Coke. It's like, you're not a burger place. You're a communist. So like their brand is like the American burger casual dining. When I think of like, you know, uh, Nike, right? Like, I think of athleticism. If you're a real athlete, you probably have some Nike gear. If you don't have any Nike gear, you're either paid by Adidas. (laughs) Like, you're under contract with Adidas or you're a poser. You're not a real... There's no such thing as a real athlete who has no Nike gear. So they
2: basically perception if you had to wrap all that up into like one singular word it's like the perception yeah. of who you are. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Coca-Cola cuz like I'm I'm going to go see Doctor Strange tonight and like I know that before the movie starts like I'm going to see at least 3 ads promoting Coke and popcorn and it's going to be Coca-Cola branded all throughout and it's like I remember sitting in a theater at one point and like I was with a friend and they're like, you know, like we know who Coke is like and it's like, yeah, but you don't understand like they they don't they don't need to tell you who they are. Everybody knows who fucking Coca-Cola is. The reason they're doing that is they're trying to build that association of like when you go to the movie, you're going to be drinking a Coke when you're slurping down or scarfing down popcorn you're going to be associating that with a Coke or a Coke product, yeah. you know? And so like, that's, that's the thing. So yeah, I really like that you you touched on the whole perception aspect because really at that, at the end of the day, a lot of people look at branding and they think it's a logo, it's a color scheme. It's all, and it's and, and true. Like that all factors into it, but it's so much more than that. Daniel, what are your, uh, what's, your, what's your thoughts on yeah. like branding?
0: Well, I appreciate that. I really appreciate what you just said. Cause I think it's kind of, kind of even take what you said a little step further and realize like One of the other main reasons why they're trying to, why Coca-Cola wants to, you know, when you're watching a movie or when you're at the movies, why they want to push the narrative of Coca-Cola is because, you know, to me, brand is this feeling state. It's like when I hear of a brand, how do I feel? How does it make me feel? Mm -hmm. And so the Coca-Cola is trying to associate you in the movie theaters with this great feeling because like we go to the movies we feel good we like we go because we like the movies we go because and then we like popcorn and then we're eating drinking coke and and watching a movie on this this in this amazing screen and we're crushing popcorn like this is a great experience so they're like pushing like associate us with this associate us with this because this is a great so i think it goes back to like perception of course i love that because it's true the truth i think it goes back to the person's feeling how what is it when you see of a brand or you hear a brand like what does it make you feel like and I think that also like what you then say about that brand Yep. so it's like that's what I think a brand is it's because like you might feel a certain way but you know it's really like how you communicate about that brand and then that creates that perception of like people are like oh you know I didn't realize I didn't know I didn't know you worked with them uh very much or that I didn't know that that you knew that surgeon and he had actually worked on your grandmother and you said that he was like super kind and sweet like he now has this great brand and everyone you, you know, it's funny with my leg, like the surgeon I've I've used, everyone's in town asking me who who's gonna do your surgery. Yeah. And I keep saying his name, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, great, great surgeon. Like this guy is a surgeon and he has an amazing brand. So it's about like the way he's made people feel, and then so then everyone perceives him in a positive manner. And then the other, the other piece to brand for me personally that I think is I like people to really know because I think it's very useful, I like to try to bring it down to like use cases, is a brand is also like all the different touch points. It's like to build a brand, it's like you want people to see you in all the different positive manners in all the different places. And so it's like you're trying to create a full circle experience so Coca-Cola is going to show you not only they're going to show you the ad there, they're going to want you to like, you're going to go to the Super Bowl. Like they're going to be all over that. It's another association. So they want to do it all the different ways. So then by the end of all these associations that have been created, all these touch points that have been created with you and this brand, you're in the middle of it. And you're like, all these are good. This is a great brand. I love them. how They make me feel, man. They're they're so, um, I fully support them. And I really appreciate them. And for that's sure. kind of how I, I like, I'd I, I like to know what, you know, what strand, what you think about that.
1: Yeah. I like the association idea. Right. And so like, there's so much that said of of marketers specifically where like, you're trying to incept these ideas or these feelings into people. And like, I think that associations is like a, probably a healthier and also a more accurate way to think about it. Right. It's like, how do we have people thinking about us without thinking about us when they do this thing? we are now associated with it. It's it's automatic. Like you can't have that picnic without, what are the essentials? A sandwich or some form of like handheld edible, but now you need a beverage. It's like, well, how do we become the beverage of picnics? Yeah. Right? How, how do we become, how is Gator, why is Gatorade the beverage of the bench on a sports court, right? Like if you think, if you were asked to draw a picture of like a bench of, of athletes, you would probably put Gatorade somewhere around that Even though we didn't say beverage, we didn't say Gatorade, it's just like you associate it so strongly with that picture. And and that's what the best brands do. They become an essential piece of that art in our heads. Like When we think of a memory or we think of a future event, that brand lives inside of that through association, even though they didn't have to bring themselves up. I think that's what the really good ones do. I love yeah. that association word.
2: There was an article that was written in Forbes, um, not and fairly recently, by Christopher Jones, where basically he's he kind of walks through like the, the the five most important key factors of like building out like a brand strategy. And you know those five things are you know like recognition of your brand. So this is where like your brand associations, your things that we've been talking about, like building the associations, as well as like the visuals. And then you also have uh, you know building out trust in your brand. You know people know that if they that they go with you um, over somebody else, like they're they're going with it because they they trust that you're going to deliver quality content or they stand for the values. Um, and then of course there's the advertising aspect of it, which you know we we're all familiar with because I think everyone here has has some sort of you know. Uh, pr- pr- proficiency with marketing, so to speak, um, and then there's also like uh, the internal value, and then of course building out the community and the loyalty aspects of the brand. So um, these are all five things that you know, you, like you have to have. But yeah, getting that 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 the, the keystone or the capstone of of everything is the recognition that association. We're going to take a break here, and uh, we'll come back, and we're going to talk about the difference between between legacy brands and brand legacy. All right, everybody. Welcome back. So uh, to continue this conversation, we're going to, again, I know everybody's probably sitting back like, when are they going to talk about NFTs? (laughs) It's like, yeah, we'll get there. Like, but I feel like we're we're, we're setting a pretty decent table here um, for kind of like that conversation where we want to go with it. But um, let's talk about real quick, like legacy brands and like brand legacy and like how those two things kind of are how they're different. Because you know, they're the same words, but they're just flipped and reorganized. Like what does that mean exactly? Real quick, anyone wanna take a shot? Like Apple, Coca-Cola, McDonald's, Nike, like what do you what do these all have in common, guys? Like who, who wants to take a crack at this? Um, I mean, these
0: brands have heart. Like these brands have like they've gone, they've put the time, effort, and energy into, you know, they've been around for a long time. And they've had they've in people have interacted with these brands for so many years that they've cre they've created such a feeling state inside people's minds at such an early age that you know they've they've been through it they've shown the public that they're here to stay they're here to affect change they're trying to affect the world in a positive manner and they're li- they're also listening to the public and trying to give us what we want you know Coca Cola is I actually really appreciate how 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 much they focus on trying to change their products and actually trying to create new products that, that they think people want. I mean, there's so many old companies that have, that have done great, that are not innovating anymore. And Coca-Cola is, they're actually still trying to innovate mm-hmm. and I, I respect and appreciate that. So I think it's this, it's, it's obviously this long-term feeling state and it's the fact that they want to be the solution and they want to, they'll, they'll change and they'll innovate to be here to provide the services that people want. Right. What do you think, Strand? Did I hit it or not really this time?
1: No, I think, you, I think you hit it. I think it's it's also, to add on to that, I think that you said Coca-Cola, McDonald's. What else did you say, Brandon? Uh, like
2: Nike, uh, Apple. Yeah. I'm just, just kind of listing. Yeah. Apple, yeah. Apple was the one ones that ones I couldn't that. pull. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, these, these are not brands as much as they are the brand. Like the the when you start talking about this cluster, it's like people that achieved or groups that achieved absolute dominance. Like like there are people that will lose their mind if you say we have Pepsi not Coke. Mm-hmm. Like like they will not frequent your establishment. There's probably not a single I don't want to say not a single, but you're talking about less than one percent of the population would stop going somewhere because they didn't have Pepsi. So I get that Pepsi's in the market, but they didn't they didn't just genocide the the drink race and and that's what coke did iphone i you know iphones are expensive but if you control for how much income people have and you just look at people that make like six figures or better iphone decimates yeah like like android and and non-iphone phones and non uh, non non-apple products do well if you look at all groups of people because they can't afford it but if everyone had money they go with apple and like Mm -hmm. the people that don't go with Apple are like people that are intentionally trying to be obtrusive. They're like developers that like code in Java and they have like a particular, Oh, anti-disestablishment, you know, preference, but no Apple just dominates. Like they are the name, like the first and the last name in what they do. And, uh, you know, when you think about brands that are legacy, they were not, I don't think there's a legacy brand. That's been the fifth best at what they do for a hundred years or for yeah. 50 years. For you're sure. you're a, you become a legacy brand when you're just like build this this just massive lead over the competition that n- even when you have a bad decade people can't really capture it
2: yeah uh i think you know kind of like referring back to to you know what we were discussing like the difference between like a legacy brand and, and, and a brand legacy you know there are parts of the country that when you walk into a restaurant and and you say okay like what do you, would you like to drink so how many people use the term uh, search for it on the internet versus Google it? You know, like this is a, that's a perfect example of like brand legacy, you know, even though Google's not been around for a hundred years, obviously, you know, because the internet's not been around for more than like 40, but like they've established themselves as, as the king of search. And even though like, that's really not even what their, their core business model is, but everybody associates searching for things with Google because they built like this, 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 thing that everybody wants to use and by default that's pretty much what everyone does you don't hear people say bing it you know like it, it happens sometimes fucking time. never if oh. i heard someone say bing it they'd be out <laughs> you're right right i mean that's almost as controversial as like you know saying gif over GIF, like or GIF over <laughs> gif whichever camp you fall <laughs> into you know but like people people have like a hard stance on that like you know, if, if I if I see someone being something like I'm like, what the fuck are you using being for? You know, and it's like and it's not that I have this like undying like need to like support Google because at the end of the day, they're just a corporation. Like, I don't really give a shit, but it's like feeling like this, this sense of there's a better way of doing it guys <laughs> you know so i like
1: that i like that google originally had like don't be evil in their charter and then they just, just they, delete,
2: out. they just they quietly yeah. deleted it uh-huh. <laughs> <For> sure <laughs> but yeah I mean, like, if you wanted to again, going back to the original topic of uh, at hand of like what's the core difference it's it's really it's like when when somebody thinks of the thing uh, that like the all the in the end product does it does that brand come to mind when they're when they're doing the thing or they're discussing the the product itself um, versus like oh it's it's a it's a brand that has been around it stood the test of time you know um, and you can you can even the build
0: thing, a... go ahead we're all I was just gonna say the other the other piece of that puzzle is it's almost like instead of necessarily just withstanding the test of time it's also real spe- it's it's comboing that with something specific so it's it's, it's 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 the test of time but it's something specific it's like Coca Cola has been providing us this one drink that we really that's what we really associate like that's the legacy of Coca-Cola. Let's say they disappear now in 20 years when all of everyone thinks about Coca Cola, they're thinking about Coca Cola Classic. That that one drink. It's like the same kind of thing with Apple. They're thinking about the iPhone. It's what everyone, you know, you talk about Apple, you want to talk about their leg all that how to what it? it's the iPhone. So it's like they've done really great at this one thing and they've kept that one thing going for a very long time. And in theory, that's how you build this legacy. So it's, and you know, Google it. Like Google, they do all kind of different things now, these services, tons of different services. But just like you said, they made their mark in the search engine. The search engine is what they were that will be their legacy forever. So it's like you do have to find it, you know, if you do really want to build a legacy, it's like you gotta position yourself in the market for something specific and keep it narrow focused and just drill into that for as many years as you can. And that's how you build your legacy. Because it's like, yep. you know, it's difficult when you talk about other companies that haven't done something so such narrowly focused, their legacy is just a little bit more complicated, like a, like an Oracle. Oracle's a ma- an amazing company that's been around for a long time, and has affected hundreds of millions of people's lives. But people don't associate it necessarily in the same way, because it's not necessarily as narrowly focused. For sure.
1: I would also or just to reframe that right like you don't have to be the best but you you do need to be the best at what you do right so like Ford might have been the number one selling car manufacturer for however many periods of years um and I'm showing my lack of car knowledge here but who made the Prius is that Toyota Toyota yeah yeah so like Back in the day before everyone had electric cars, which the Super Bowl just told us that everyone has electric cars. If there's one thing I learned from the Super Bowl, I don't even remember who won. I just know that electric cars are here. Okay. Uh, But when the Prius came out, it wasn't trying to be the best car in America. It was just trying to be the one that was like, you know, the most moral, it was trying to be like the most green. And then I think they nailed that because we, we associate the Prius with that. Now, you know, 10 years later, 20 years later, that, that term does not, you know, the Prius does not carry the same weight. Tesla has probably replaced it as the best at what it's trying to do. Right. Right. So, but it still made its own category at a time where it wasn't trying to be the best. It was trying to be the best at here's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and it still will have a legacy because of that. Like I yeah, can say the. word.
2: Tesla took the idea of like, cause at the time, you know, there were, you know, they weren't the first to do all electric, like uh, that people have done it before, but I think they were one of the first to kind of hit enter the market where you could have like an all electric vehicle with the same range that you would have on like a gas tank. And that was like the big, the big moment where people kind of realized it, it showed an entire industry that there was another way of doing this that didn't rely on, you know, the, the fossil. I think, like, I think Tesla hit wait. that Apple,
1: Apple aura of like, it's not just any one thing. It's Absolutely. greater th- greater than the sum of its parts. Like you're going to get a car that does all these sick things that you probably, most of it, you probably won't even utilize, but it does them. It could do them. And then also it's cooler than your friend's cars.
0: Like, I feel like that's the other thing. The other thing, even just throughout this conversation, it's bringing me, it's, you know, I'm listening and what I'm really hearing now is, and it's obvious clearly after you say it, but it's, it's, it's truly about innovation too. Like these companies, they innovated in a certain way and created something and then the, and then they did it well and kept doing it but like they had to create innovation and change before they were able to really like create something that's now a legacy in our minds and that's interesting to think about like if you really want to if people are trying to create a legacy in what they're doing if they're in nft space or in the, you know if they want to build an insurance company that's different and better than all the other insurance companies. I mean, it doesn't matter if this is sexy or not sexy. At the end of the day, like you have to innovate and do something different than whatever one else is doing and then make people want it and feel that they need it and then do it for a long time.
2: For sure.
1: Yeah, and there's like, to just tack on to that innovation thing and keep going, like probably the person doesn't exist that can improve in all of the ways. And what I mean by that is like, if you get a really good engineer, that person will look at your car, I would just use this, we'll piggyback on this car analogy a little longer. And the engineer goes, you know, we can get the, the range up a little bit. We can go zero to 60 a little faster. And, you know, that engineer that thinks like that, you could let him work on the project for 10 years and he's not gonna go, how do we make it sexier? He's not gonna go, you know, how do we, how do we make uh, it easier to fit a baby seat for parents? Like, how do we, and so that's where that user experience and that, that design and that aesthetic, and it kind of takes a team. It kind of takes a tribe. I think I, I'm not going to say that like, there's not a person out there that can't make a better experience. Like there's probably somewhere, a guy that just figured out how to make a better sneaker and it was cooler looking and also a little lighter way and it accomplished everything. But like, that's, that's the that's the exception that proves the rule. It takes a team of people that all see things in this particular way to create that innovation over time. You can't just fall down to one person. i don't I don't think people can see the world in that way.
2: I like that you mentioned the the whole idea that it takes a team you know and a collection of people because really, at the end of the day, like one of the things that people don't tend to think about whenever they're looking at a brand itself is, the brand is sort of an identity or a reflection of the the heart and soul of the company and, and what makes up the heart and soul. It's the people that work there. Yeah. It's the visionaries at the top who are, you know, that are setting the standard, setting the roadmap for what the company's mm-hmm. going to be doing. And it's also the people that are actually there working for these companies who are delivering the, the end product. Um, and so having having uh, so ultimately, I think at the end of the day, a, a brand can also be sort of a reflection of the the communal aspect of, the the company or the corporate structure, or in the case of NFTs, it's it's the 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 community is sort of the driving force of the brand itself. You know,
1: is there a company that has yeah. a terrible culture but has like really loyal customers? Like, can we even like think of like a company I mean, where like no about, one's excited to work there?
0: Necessarily loyal, but I mean, I think like Comcast maybe falls into this kind of category. There, yeah. they have a lot of customers and people well, use them. They're kind yeah, of forced to.
2: That's, that's not that's, loyalty, though that's, that's slavery on, that's, that's slavery with more channels so that's more called regional monopolies
0: <laughs> that's yeah, really more, on the, mono- more yeah. on the monopoly side but no i wouldn't think wouldn't think you could have a bunch of people couldn't you could not like a company and not and treat their employees yeah. poorly and then have loyalty i wouldn't think i mean unless you have an example
2: um i, I would say uh nestle, I nestle possibly um even though like because there are some nestle products that people are like uh well no i'm trying to think of like like a nestle product that people People resonate to that because like they own a little bit of think, everything, but like, like yeah
1: i was gonna say i think that's cheating because like there's those diagrams that show there's like only like six companies that own all
2: of the yeah. food yeah pretty much but still like it, it goes to show i but, guess like, mcdonald's
1: I, mcdonald's when you think like there are people that are super yeah. fast food loyal to mcdonald's but also like jesus christ no one wants to work at mcdonald's yeah i think that's a good example
2: of it it's like a um, punishment yeah and it's i think it's yeah, mostly, right, and there's a lot of strategic factors i think behind that as well of like are people really loyal to mcdonald's or is it the fact that it's there's one on like every street corner and so it's like it's convenient you're like oh they're loyal like, oh 100% really you think so yeah yeah I, yeah i mean i'm loyal you know, to I'm way
0: loyal to mcdonald's compared to burger king like i don't want to eat at burger king like i mean they're both <laughs> shit let's be real clear but unless they want to sponsor this like, podcast and yeah then maybe like yeah, I'm just kidding. mcdonald's is great or even burger king he can be great right. now but really though like we're gonna we're gonna on a road trip and we're gonna stop off and we're hungry and like and i see a mcdonald's or burger king i'm 100% always gonna a hundred percent hitting mcdonald's and <laughs> if you. someone wants to go to burger king i'm like you can fucking walk to burger king bro like we're going to mcdonald's
2: Anthony, welcome to the show. Uh, how, are, how are things on your end? You know, just uh, over here trying to redefine regular. <laughs> well, in this next segment, we're going to be talking about personal brands and how they, like, this is, fair. it's not really a new concept, I don't think, but it's it's a concept that has been uh it's becoming much more important in the day and age of social media especially you know influencers and, and people who it's you know their job is to basically just be famous <laughs> i want to kick the conversation over to uh let's start with daniel uh daniel what in your mind like what is a what's a personal brand um how from, do you become a this, social how- influencer yourself <laughs> our our subject matter expert as a
3: reality star tv cool. show you know, honestly, brand. right
0: when you started this, I, I've been. Think- I love the the idea and, and conversation around personal brands. To me, it's it's extremely intriguing yeah. because I think that's where things get a little bit muddy. Like company brands, it's just so much easier for people to like identify with, understand. Like, oh yeah, that's Coca Cola. I understand that's a brand, but it's like the people behind it and then how they interact. It's just a whole different thing. I'm really glad you said that. That you you brought it. Over, you threw it at me because I actually. I think that Anthony really has the best personal brand of not only the people here, but of of anyone that I'm really closely friends with or or like related to and spend a lot of time with. And I've always been very impressed with his ability to build his personal brand. Like he's very identified in circles and in groups as this person. And I also, you know, since the first day I met him, he was introduced to me as this like this his brand he was introduced to me the first conversation somebody pointed at him and was like oh that's like you know he's like the techiest lawyer in america he's like genius marketer super smart like really 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 very you know very (laughs) asian they didn't say that but i get where you're going um but and i was like oh cool like this you know that's that's interesting that was the first thing you said about this guy and now it's four or five years later and i've spent a lot more time with him and i have i'm very impressed and want to hear what he thinks about personal brands, how he, how you created yours, you know, like, was it super intentionally? And if it was like, what were the things that you think like were the milestones that in order to get you to where you are today, which is
3: a very recognized, And I think culture has changed. So this is going to date me a little bit. So when we were younger, the idea of a culture, like a personal brand was kind of douchey, <laughs> you know, to like to like yeah. think you're so self-important that you have influence in a brand. Like, but now that with influencers and whatnot, it's kind of become less less of a uh, stigma. And so like, whenever I got into everything, I've never worked on personal brand. So when I when I think about being good at personal brand, uh, it wasn't like an intentional structured, you know, push and growth of my personal brand. It was just, it can't happen organically. So um, I don't know, I guess, just because you have a good uh, image, I'm not it may not mean you are good at personal branding. Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I hear that. I mean, so so I hear that, and I appreciate that. I think, and I've thought a lot about personal brands because I've thought about my, my own personal brand a lot. Because I for I was on a reality television show, um, I did grow a personal brand from that. Like I didn't like that personal brand; it was not one I wanted to keep growing and follow behind because it was it was not really super accurate to who I was, and it really wasn't the t- to grow that brand. It was just not. It was it was not really giving the true authentic self, putting my true authentic self out there. But I have thought about a lot about the fact that in order to, I think that in order to be to create this real personal brand to have influence, it's it's a, it's really about kind of like voicing your opinion and really being open and honest and being very clear about who you are and and not not being afraid to say it, not being afraid to hurt feelings, not being afraid to like take a side, not being afraid to like have an opinion. Because at the end of the day, it's like it's about people can create their idea of you once they get to know you and they get to know you by you saying like I'm against gay marriage they're like okay I know what I know what corner to put that yeah. guy in like that guy like but you know so the I think it's really corner. about yeah exactly <laughs> you are so I'm not against <laughs> not against gay marriage but yeah. what I'm saying is you've got to take a stance and you've got to be open and you've got to be very public about the yes. way you feel and it's almost like the more public you are the easier it is to create your brand, because then the easier people can uh, people can, the, the smaller the box people can put you inside and understand yeah. who you are, and that I think is a big key. And it's not it's about not being afraid to hurt people's feelings. It's about just being authentic yeah. and true. And this is who I am. This is how I feel.
2: You said the word I was looking. I was about to say authenticity. I think is the is the key goal there of any yeah. sort of personal brand no no yeah. no, no I hang, on, hang, on, hang on i violently disagree i violently i disagree yeah. you're, <laughs> a, you're like you're, a, you're you're a cult leader so <laughs> that. so here's that like like at the end of the day i i do think that yes while there's a number of of you know personal pr people who come in and they help you know people craft their their individualized brands and sometimes those brands are not completely authentic and we, we see that all the time in in you know like celebrity culture for example where yeah, people yeah. Shut up, Stram. Hang on. Let me. Get I got a good points. I'll let you finish. Uh, you, but you, I'm you gonna come in and wreck shop. Yeah. In, yeah. About, in about thirty seconds, let me finish up here. So, but at the end of the day, like I do think that in a in a lot of cases, what tends to lead to a lot of cancel culture that I've seen in the past, especially like with with YouTube uh, influencers, is when someone comes across like that that shell starts to crack and you see the uh the the facade of you know their with their outward appearance, their brand you know the the true nature of that individual comes through and i don't want to name drop anyone specifically but there are people who like as they have uh sort of shown their true colors you know people they they feel betrayed and rejected by that and they typically they start seeing a, a major fall off from that that brand loyalty that existed with you know that that particular influencer
0: that right at the end there it showed it was a perfect depiction of your personal brand because you went in and you decided not to say someone's name you said not to put someone on the table and not to put someone on the chopping block that speaks to who you are yeah. as a person that is your brand now watch a, me call best people example out <laughs> call now, before character. stram gets to call people out i'd like to somehow mute him so he we can just make fun of him for not hearing it
3: <laughs> well let me say one thing because i think it's gonna be shorter than yours there's gonna be more you Fair. know, all encompassing. Your diatribe. Um my thought, my thing is like when you're starting and you don't have a brand, you're just a person, like it's it's kind of like a startup, it's a fake it to your make it type of thing. Like yep. you you have to go and push an agenda or a business or a concept before you can like know yourself enough to like be authentic. And I think so. I don't think authenticity is a requirement. I think you gotta try to do something you care about and have something to say. Um, and I think a lot, like in a lot of things, you'll you'll come to understand what the authentic version is.
1: So when you say authenticity is important, right? Yeah. So I, I start off, I, I violently disagree with that. And, and the reason why people think authenticity is important, because when something is inauthentic and you notice it, you reject it. Everyone goes, oh, no, that's not authentic. I reject it. But then the illusion is that what you... You think is authentic is authentic, and I'll give you an example of why it doesn't Make really rip. work that way. Oh, I'll give you an example. So uh, I did some I did some <laughs> I consulting. I did some consulting where I helped a bunch of uh, OnlyFans performers uh, build their online personas out, and so there was one particular person that I worked with that had a disability, and uh, that person had a had a had a leg that was missing. And when I started working with that person, they had about a hundred thousand followers on TikTok, and we went from a hundred thousand to one point four million in like three months with myself and other people writing every word that was said on that account. And as the account grew oh, and grew and words, grew, words. am only fans. No, no, we're talking it's about TikTok. It's it, it. It was to sell the OnlyFans, but the part that I was doing was the marketing, and so all of these jokes, like that, that that the person was doing, some of them were self-referential some of them were self-deprecating and now suddenly this person was talking openly about life with one leg even though not a goddamn word had come from that person they were written by someone else but the comments now start flooding with wow you're opening up you're being so vulnerable wow this is so authentic because what we had done was these outside people had come in and we had nailed this is how people see you. This is how people perceive you. And most people don't have the ability to be introspective enough. Most people can't trip enough mushrooms to really be honest about who they are in the world and how they interact with others. But this outside agency, most people can't.
3: You aren't most. willing to. <laughs> Those are <two> different
1: <laughs> we're going to all meet up at AJ's house. So we're going to trip these mushrooms. No, but this was an example. This was an example <laughs> of checking all the boxes of what people perceived the talent as and suddenly it felt authentic, but it was crafted, it was crafted and it was artificial. There wasn't an ounce well, of real the DNA
3: artificial, it. but the, the, the attributes in the skin like yeah. the, it was pulled out of her. Like that's what brand companies do. They go in the good ones at least. They go in and they say, like, who are you? Why yeah. do you do this? And they they and articulate it and they time. create products and assets and creative to better deliver your brand. But that it's is- not authenticity to strip a complex
1: person down to one or two talking points, right? And that's what you see happen. That's psychology. You see these, it, well, it is psychology, but it's not authentic.
0: <laughs> uh, well, well no, so. hold on. No, to simplify it, is it, yeah, not inauthentic. It, it is authentic. The difference is is that it's a skill. most people aren't, it's a, yeah, it's a skill. And I think that most people aren't sociopathic enough <laughs> to be able to create this, an inauthentic brand about themselves and then push this inauthentic, brand in such a good in such a authentic way that people actually do latch on. Now, the reason why I say authenticity is key is because for most human beings, if you just are authentic in your true self, like that's how people will be able to latch on to that. You're right, it doesn't, it doesn't come down to necessarily you having to be authentic. It is the perception of the authenticity. So you can create this fake brand from nowhere and it'd be completely inauthentic but it has to it's got to pass the smell test and that's really fucking hard to do so that's right. why i lean back and you're to just authentically a sociopath totally and that's why, why i think Stram's so good at that he's give me literally 100 to 1. 1.4 of course you disagree I mean, that's
2: impressive you've been working yeah. with these girls a long time and i, need, I disagree stream i need to i need to talk <laughs> to you after the show because we got some business to take care of yeah no i i i agree like i i think we're, everybody's right to some degree um when it comes to the yes you can craft a, a persona around somebody you know based on specific traits Does that mean everyone's wrong to some degree as well that's we're we're all we all live in the middle i'm just yeah. wondering what you're trying to say here time is <laughs> a flat <laughs> <word>. <laughs> um but at the end of the day like i think if somebody came through like if you if you manufacture this completely disingenuous brand around a persona around somebody like maybe it's there and and then that person's like legit an asshole but the brand that's formed around that individual if it's like this oh h- let's go let's you know they're super cool they're you know down to earth whatever if that starts to crumble at any point in time that person's fucking toast yeah you know Dolph, Dolph Lundgren,
1: Lundgren. House. It, unless they're Miley 80s.
3: Cyrus
2: then they pivot into the gothy thing and they like yeah. just keep going yeah or they, and they just, they just lean into the the asshole side of things like okay yeah i'm, I'm an asshole deal with it but famous like-
1: rocky villain and 80s villain uh dolph lundgren who's this famous action star is like actually a legitimate scientist and is like mit educated and yet there's never been a role that he's had that mm-hmm. that even in a small way tries to do that because people can't see a six foot four muscly man and think you don't have the capacity to think, oh, he's also smarter than me, mm-hmm. and enjoy that experience. You, as like a viewer, Schwarzenegger,
3: same thing. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. If you look at his life; it's incredible. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> but but we look at the roles that Arnold has had, and he has to be an exaggeration of one facet of who he is as a person—the I mean, yeah. true, authentic, which he is. But that's not the whole story. Yeah. So, like, there's this authenticity coming from pieces and slices of a person, and what tends to happen, in my opinion. When you see these public personas, it it slices a very real part of who a person is, and then it just amplifies it to act like that part is all they are, like you know, they're all they are is the best mom in the world. Yeah. But, oh That's well, oh, do you? Oh, you have this mommy profile. Okay, well, are you ever going to talk honestly about dating? Are you ever going to talk honestly about but like? America
3: has a tension span of a fucking flea. So uh, yes. Yeah. Sorry, that's all that's that's the only way to do it
1: on brand. Is it on brand? It can be authentic as long as it's on brand. We have to stay focused on what people came to see.
3: It is interesting because we had a conversation recently about this personal brand idea and like, say, like, uh, the guy at Uber, you know, like, I'm sure you guys watch the show. Um, whenever he left, you know, he started another company, and it's worth like 40 billion again. And so john made the argument. He was like, how much of that was just because he was him? I was like, dude, when he started that company, everyone fucking hated him. Mm-hmm. You know, and he was like, if Elon starts a company, how much immediate value does it bring? And so we kind of yeah. we kind of delved that down into well, how could we have like, like the rookie cards of every human? that's ever going to do something and obviously no one buys it at first um it's it is kind of this nft thing wrapped around like the like if i could bet on elon when he was in zip 2 and paypal you by that point you have this little mini following you know the subculture i thought that was pretty interesting concept
2: yeah yeah before you get into like you know rock star elon which is you know kind of like what we have today you know he was just kind of a, a nerdy dude from south africa who just kind of like chilled out and played around in tech and invested very very wisely in certain verticals that you know knew was he knew was probably gonna blow up but like now today like elon has this you know this uh this presence of like anything he's gonna touch people are going to just dive into because they think it's gonna it's gonna be worth something so and you that if is if his you brain.
3: say no to him he'll buy your 44 billion dollar company
2: and say fuck you as a flex to get rid of a. a I will never
1: i will never <laughs> ever let elon buy my instagram handle he doesn't have enough money. Make an offer.
3: <laughs> no, I thought it was interesting because the argument is so I was talking to a CFO, finance guy, and he was he was saying that. He was like, all right, but if you had a community, you can bet on somebody You know, early on. How do you make money? Because you're not part of that guy's company or life or whatever. I was like, well, that's kind of the point of NFTs, right? Now we have this community following. They had probably early Genesis things once they started seeing things come out, like to early companies or whatnot. And so you start having this legacy of involvement that you prove the track record that you've been a fan for a long time. Mm-hmm. You do in sports, you know, bandwagon fans. Well, prove it. Let me see your yeah. wall of trophies of all the games you've been to and how many years you've been liking them. Um, it'd be it'd be fascinating to be able to do it with
2: humans. That's a really interesting point that I've, I'm really glad you brought it up because I haven't even really thought of that. But the idea of like showing that you you were early on something and being able to prove that through the blockchain is really fascinating, because so many people are like, oh yeah, I, you know, I was one of the first of so and so in this in this trendy thing. You know, I was one of the first ten thousand. Yeah, it's totally ever. true. Like, you, claim poser. Like, 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 no, that yeah, you, you take you, your you gift home with you. Yeah, you can't <laughs> you can't have posers in the NFT scene because if you're truly were early in something and, and you kept hell like you you can you can trace that back to the genesis of when it was created so
3: that's really cool Yeah, it's kind of like you know we were talking about the the kids and sports thing too you know p- passively but i i still think that's fascinating because i think you'd like this ramp too so you know in in elementary school you start getting all these trophies and shit you go to aau you get letterman jackets and your parents are obviously going to like buy them all and you get this little wall of fame you know in your house i was like if we actually tokenize that and made nfts of them you know, and now we have oh, like yeah, this this tradable asset, and then once you get to like some of them go pro, yeah. And now you yeah. have like access levels where they can actually go. You like, you want to see my entire like
2: upbringing? It's if, actually you know, this, part of it.
1: Then one of the smartest things you've ever heard you say.
2: You kind of kicked us off into the next segment. I I really like where you were going with that. I think we just continue onwards uh with the the NFT talk. Like that was a really beautiful segue. So, anyway, uh, yeah, next- I like
0: what you were talking about, AJ. I just don't really know how to like how do we make that public and mainstream and easy? You know, it's almost like that would be, that'd be a really cool project and discussion to kind of talk about is like the sports one. I think, yeah, well, I think what you were saying, everyone here agrees with, or I know that three of us do, I don't strand will probably say it's stupid, but we, you know, it's a good, it's got legs. It's got a great, you got a great point. Like you, you know, you do like want to, You do want to like also like give I think that also the other piece of like giving support to someone younger Mm -hmm. when they're at that age where they think that they're good, but they're also kind of like, I'm not really you know, I'm I'm nine or not really sure. But like, you know, having people to be able to buy in and show support and show this person that we believe in you, like that can also like level the person's confidence up and can really start to create some superstars out of people that um, from the other perspective could just be, you know, fizzle out and decide to go do try and do something new because they would give up. Cause they really didn't believe yeah. in them. No, like so it's got, I,
1: I love it. Like I, I wasn't being sarcastic. Like, are someone doing that? Are we doing I was that? the one being sarcastic? I mean, you. I no, was, no, I, I kind of randomly threw it on
3: a disc. So what happened was my daughter came home she had this volleyball trophy. Like, you know, I forget what those MVP type thing for the last year of school. And then <clears throat> I was thinking about it. I was like, that should be an NFT. I just said it quickly joking. Yeah. And I was like thinking about it afterwards and I was like, you know what? It actually should, you know, every time you go to AU tournament, every time you like <clears throat> do all that stuff, because it's not only that, because then I started noticing because she plays national traveling volleyball that yep. they each have like Jules volleyball, 2026. And so they all take pictures and that's like a sports reel. So they have a collection of all their you know, best. Yeah, best things. And so as I started seeing that, I'm like, now it's not just like trophies and awards. It could be, um, yeah, yeah. Your, your recruitment portfolio. Yes. Mm sets, a
1: living resume for the next level. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, it fits a really small part because like, okay, I want, where do I put my highlights right now? Right. Maybe I put them on Facebook. Maybe I put them on Instagram. Maybe I put them, you know, maybe on Snapchat, right? Kids all put them in a different account. They all put them on a different account, but guess what? That account nine times out of 10, I don't want my, my college coach looking at it. I don't I don't want the employer looking at this thing. I don't want my teammates even
3: necessarily and looking at Nobody follows your volleyball count and when you're 14.
1: Exactly. So <laughs> so the idea of creating a platform where parents can post highlights, they can send it to family and friends. It's just focused on that kid. And you see kind of like the trail. And then there's also the investing component because like everyone thinks their kids gonna go. Every family,
3: able parent right? is going to spend yeah. money for the nice, shiny this this is uh, a showing. So now you got musicians I know a lot about it. early stage musicians like now that could go. Uh, it's
0: the exact same theater thing kids what you're
3: saying and what I was you saying is it's there's kids that are really good
0: at these things as random as you said it could be like a saxophonist it's super good. Yeah. And yeah. they don't know to keep necessarily going down that path because they like are they really thinking they're gonna actually be on in the New
3: York. Um, yeah, there's no report uh, card on these things. So like, yes, how do you tell somebody I'm good at something? That's creative it's, it's, or
0: it's really creative.
3: It's, creative. it's
0: really and, and it's anytime you get parents, I'm always for any ideas where you can get parents involved with like promoting their kids or like, you know, the same thing with like adults promoting their dog. It's like as soon as you like put that kind of like relationship into like a platform and idea, I feel like the ability to grow it and get people to consume it is so the barrier to entry
3: becomes a lot easier.
1: Yeah, like, just leverage there's like, like AU
3: teams and like AU leads. There's like fifteen. Kind of
1: there's like fifteen companies doing this. No, they're not. All right.
0: I mean, Check just because like, you saw some, just because you read some stupid fucking blog that some dude wrote, doesn't mean anybody's doing what we're doing. Bro. You
1: know, the
3: word "this" is a very general word. A lot of but, people were doing this, and they thought that was the internet before everyone. No,
1: did no, no. I'm just saying it is a. This is validation
2: that yeah. the idea because has legs the idea yeah is-
3: but there are there are many companies
1: out here that i've found just by googling mm-hmm. the words sport nft high school i've got a lot of hits yeah it's really
0: you're right Sw- uh, stram this is these are cool too i like the actual design of these um
1: yeah
0: like they actually remind me a little bit of uh of brandon's Nufties because they got this, this little platform and it looks cool
2: they're, I, this is they're trading cards is- you know, they're, they're trading cards before they went pro. Like, that's uh, that's what this could be. Now, uh, my guess is they're probably targeting people that are very likely to to make it big. Like, they're probably not just offering it and opening it up to everybody, but, like, what if you made, like, a platform where anybody could create one?
1: The gap that I think is incredible, or, or what I, just from the Googling that I've been doing and I've been reading through the press releases and stuff, I think the biggest advantage is to capture all of those memories as kind of like the evolution of the athlete and then have a singular way to show the coach yeah. of the yeah. potential next level. That market is massive. Oh, yeah, You're talking, about, the you're and, talking about millions of, of, of wannabe NCAA athletes as your potential users. And it's a real use case where, you know, kids have been sending
0: tapes in for a long yeah, time. You're, you're making that think about, you're just taking the job over a recruiter yeah. and making an app for it rather yeah. than having a recruiter. I mean, I was literally at, uh, I was at, I always had some drinks with a, rec- a guy on this past Sunday. He used to be a baseball recruiter. That would that he was like we were talking about where I'm from. He's like, yeah, I flew down to Georgia and, and drove. I drove around like for like a month to all the different high schools, just driving around watching people play, you know, play baseball. And like, like that's a crazy amount of time, effort, and energy to go drive around to a bunch of high schools and maybe find some kids that are good or not good. Whereas a platform to be able to actually go look. And like you said, the evolution mm-hmm. of a kid, and that's the only thing you're imposing on here. It's not going to be jumbled up with the other Snapchats that clearly no one wants anyone to see. It's a, I think it's got serious legs. Definitely very compelling. Into. very yeah. compelling,
2: especially and if in you terms, like dynamic NFTs and stuff. We're shocker.
0: You know... We came up with a new business idea on the on on the podcast. <laughs> that's totally episode two. That's a real oh, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Yeah, I think the platform is, is the biggest thing. Every one of these I look at is like it's geared at pre-athletes or people that want to be, you know, it's 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 not gonna connect anything. But it's like you build the, the Facebook of like accolades. Yeah. Well, there's so all things not academic, like not graded.
1: So much of the growth of NFTs has been around like the hype train of like future monetization, mm-hmm. right? But I think this is a real access yeah. question. It's like who has access to this. Who do you want to have access to this? Where does this live? And then from a money standpoint, I think it's actually lost when you focus on like, let's say the McDonald top one hundred athletes, right? Yeah, those are the ones who are most likely to have trading cards that are worth a bunch of money later. But the bigger pool of money is actually, you know, two hundred thousand athletes trying to get fifty grand a year in scholarships. So yeah. whatever two hundred thousand times two hundred thousand is, that's the the, the type of the market that you're trying to get into yeah. is like a fringe consultancy. And then you're talking about natural things like ACT coaching and prep that you can sell through mm-hmm. and partner with it. You're talking about, uh, and this is really big, Anthony, this is something we might want to get in. I mean, all, all of it's us, 40 but, billion. Th- thanks. Asian um but <laughs> i really he's like if anyone has forgotten my ethnicity here's
0: here's a here's a number 40 billion well, no but uh
1: and i and name name and likeness name, name and likeness if we just set this up anthony just as a funnel for name and likeness work that we wanted to get into later if we wanted to create like a spinoff agency with the fact that i'm now a licensed attorney and you're an attorney it's like maybe we want to work with cool people like yeah, no, like if we there's so many things that are cool about this. And but the
0: focus is the ability to trademark where you're going, trademark and copyright kind of like legal zoom. Yeah. you're uh mic Mike, ranks off. That's if that's what you're saying, that's a really very cool idea that's mm-hmm. got a huge I haven't I mean I don't again I haven't looked into competitive research or anything, but it it sounds like it would have a you know, parents would be super into you know, throwing the money down initially on on their kids that they think are potentially yeah. going to be good yeah. because it's it's worth it now to just do it.
2: And yeah, if you also so, tie in the idea that, that there's, you know, like market fees associated with like buying and selling and trading these things and stuff like that. Like if you have, you know, the secondary passive income coming in on top of everything else, but they're just trading. If this person blows up in the next couple of years, they get recruited by you know, the Patriots or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Th- and
3: even talking about th- when the assets are all going to be structured on the blockchain, because they're going to have to be in a certain mm-hmm. way. Then <clears throat> I like the idea of like crowdsourcing the presentation of it. So you can actually have everyone build and you know, naturally they're gonna to have to be uh free to everyone else to use as well. So then you st- everyone basically builds the best presentation of the assets for certain yeah. use cases. We could we so could for put. agents or and we then could, we make agents pay to get them.
1: To increase stickiness, we could have like a highlight of the week or like a certain segment where it's like this is the top, you know, this is the top athletic play from women's volleyball high schoolers this week. This is the top basketball play from like and like that way, you create a little bit of stickiness to it, where people are coming back to it instead of just uploading it and leaving it there. They just yeah. this is this is really dope. Like, and I'm yeah. I'm so jaded. Like Anthony was talking about, like who I was when I met him. Uh, I have several L's under my belt that I've proudly paid for at this point, so I don't get very hype very easily about like the startup. But this is this is dynamite.
2: Yeah, this is cool. I mean, it's 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 sort of like an evolution of top shot where top shots, like already, right, these are people that are already established, and they're leveraging the success of people that are already successful. This is it's kind of an early investment into a personal brand, which is ties back to what we were discussing before we got the Yeah, and what we talked about,
3: like the first day,
2: we kind of talked about this too,
3: was like, if you could actually find a culture and a brand and a fit that had a business correlated business to it, mm-hmm. and yeah. you match the two, yeah, um, I like this a lot because you're inherently, any of these people that go pro in sports, to go big in music, you already have a fan base in your community yeah. and a way to connect and, you know, this is have cool legacy. Well, uh, so welcome, let's welcome start now. now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Brandon, nice. build it. I'll be the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, yeah, he can fake authenticity, so kind of gets the role we'll just tell him what to be authentic about all right josh you've got to get us 1.4 how you worked with
3: those girls
1: what do i believe (laughs) what's my what's my what do i believe again okay thanks (laughs) we believe in a healthier mcrib
2: (laughs) 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 Let's talk about how legacy brands, you know, like the Coca-Cola's of the world, the apples and all that, how they are starting to kind of like springboard into the web three world, the NFT space, stuff like that. Um, who have you guys seen that are that are doing it in, in interesting ways? And what are they doing? And does it and, and why is it interesting? I mean, ones I mean, I've seen is luxury Peter's brands, either either like Nike. Uh, Nike's done it
3: with like the board. They had a board eight's collab. Adidas or no, no, Adidas, Adidas, Adidas? right? Yeah. Um, Adidas. Nike also has a collab with one of the big big. Guys. Um And then I've been seeing like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, like all these guys are starting to do it because I mean in the luxury fashion world, art comes. You know the artistic communities around NFTs just make total sense. So um, those are the ones I've seen the early early movers at least.
1: And- we're talking legacy brands. I think Snoop Dogg, <laughs> like that's yeah. one of the guys doing
3: stuff. Again, Mayweather
2: pulls a rug every week. Hopefully, <laughs> <Floyd. laughs> well, Logan Paul, like some of these like YouTube influencers, stuff uh, like they're they're running shit constantly. It's it's uh some of yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like some of it's a grift. And I, I Daniel, I think you can speak a lot on this because you're you're the one who who's taking a very like like noble like conscientious approach of like, is this something that is is dangerous to the to the overall community from a financial investment standpoint and so like what are your thoughts on some of these like uh these these legacy influencers or legacy brands that are coming in like do you think these are just people coming in looking to grift or do you think that they're actually coming in because they're looking to expand
0: i mean i think that there's a percentage a small percentage of the brands and people coming into the space that are trying to make a difference, are trying to expand and do something cool that's gonna affect uh, a lot of people in a positive manner. and But but I think that there's so many people that are coming in, they don't really understand what they're coming into, they don't really understand who they're getting in bed with. It's so hot, you know. it's kind of, I wasn't even around for this, but all the stories that I've heard from it, it reminds me of just the old school internet boom young people were just creating companies and ideas like you can like go to my website and there's like a list of doctors and they're like you it's a 85 million dollar valuation and you're like what like like just you're doing things that to us we look back on and we're like what that doesn't make any sense and it's like so i think there's obviously a lot of that happening and yeah i think it's just really important that people are very weary and very careful because you know we're as human beings, we have FOMO, you know, when people are just starting to talk about something, there's a little bit limited number of something This says natural human beings. We're all like, Oh, I want to get into that and check it out. And it's cool. And I, and I have the same, I have that same desire. So I, I fall into the trap too, but it's, you know, I just urge people to really truly be careful right. and, and to pick projects and to try to find artists that they actually really like the art for and, you know, actually join a community because they, they want, they follow what they're doing, and they want to be a part of it. And I think that I think that if you can if you do that and you do the research, then I think you can find something that is a community that fits you well, that serves you, and that maybe something where somehow you can actually have an influence and spin something off or be a part of that community and actually help grow it. And I think there's a big opportunity there. I think it's just, you know, a good example is like the I saw the Gucci. The Gucci had a their first NFT with Ashley Longshore and it was like a cool like sh- super no I think it wasn't with Ashley it was uh super plastic and then, like you know um it launched and it's great and it's cool and then they like they shut down the discord after that they were <laughs> using because they didn't really know how to like use it or it yeah. was like, causing a problem like that whole discord is now deleted I was yeah. part of it and they're like we're shutting down and you're like wait what the
1: fuck? what <laughs> yeah and
0: it was just like a real weird. And then now the price obviously has just gone down a lot. It's becoming stagnant. And and again, I think that's not to say anything bad about Gucci. It's simply because they just didn't know what they were getting they into. They didn't, they, the did. they didn't know what the launch was. They didn't have an intention. They didn't have a long-term plan. It was just like, NFTs are fucking hot. Let's get into it. And so I love that people are getting into it. So I think people, everyone should just get into it as hard and fast as they want to. But you just have to be wary that you really don't know what you're getting into unless you do that research. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, uh, legacy brands, to me, though, they're just going to weaponize the hype yeah that's that's how i think they're gonna look at it they're gonna look at it like this is crazy attention i'm just gonna go do something that just gets the hype and they don't probably give that much that much of a shit about the community yet um i just feel like that from a big commercial legacy brand perspective that's probably their approach right now
2: you could make that argument as well for legacy brands within the nft space even though like it's kind of laughable to say like it's a legacy brand because Really nfc since the concept is only a couple years old but like when you think of nfts like what what is the one thing that comes to mind like when you say nft like what what image pops in your head it's a fucking bored um, aid yacht club like i was gonna a, say a mutant for me it was a mutant aid because the mutants i think are sick you know and like they just did like 120 million dollar
3: rate no one agrees on anything in nfts so when you say the one thing everyone immediately <laughs> <disposes>. <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah, but I, I think uh, the, the, they're either one. But
0: those are, they've created, but to, to Brandon's point, like, they've created a real brand yep. and they've done, and they've, they've showed it at least appears that they've showed that they are trying to be consistent. They're trying to take care, they're trying to build something real. Like, you know, they're, they're they've taken, they've launched Apecoin and then gave Apecoin back to the holders. Mm-hmm. Like, they're showing that, like, we are making a shit ton of money. We also really want to give back to the holders. Physical and-
3: clubs too, right? It's yeah. They're also a brand company. <laughs> Lar- they also you know, 100%. so they they know how to actually weaponize, they- and create brands, and to make value out of them. Yeah, so exactly. yeah,
1: the Achilles' heel, and I think we've all touched on it, but just I'll kind of make this my uh, <laughs> you only have oh, one of shit. those, right? My, my bad, fucking I'm dick. sorry. I, I, I swear, I didn't even think of it, yeah, Daniel. You I swear dick. it wasn't. No, no, no. I, I'll, I've i said horrible things on this podcast, and That's I'll say and true. I'll take responsibility. That one was accidental, and I no, didn't. We have get a cripple it.
2: on the show, yeah.
1: I'm sorry. Um, yeah, the sad. uh, the uh, the point of vulnerability for our Trojan warrior, um, is that you take these big brands and it doesn't really matter what their intention is, whether they're trying to grift or just ride the hype, the legacy brands are only as good entering the NFT market as the op, the third party operators that they bring in to actually do it and execute it. And the real problem is it's like, okay, I want to write a French novel and, uh, Hey, uh, the, the the novel is going to be about a couple when they date, and then there's a breakup and they get back together and give it to me in three acts. Okay. Well, that's like every story ever, but also you really better hope that the guy that you hired to write this speaks French really well. And you better really hope because you can't speak French, man. And then separate from that, you better hope that this French speaker, if he speaks French is an artist with the words and can give, structure and form to this
2: loose instruction that you gave and that's what's happening and i'm slamming espressos and smoking cigarettes yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah.
3: right now the best you can do is like a collaborative pr play with 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 nfts because you can't actually utilize any utility because there's not there's not that like app feel like i'm on an iphone app for the nft usage of the community there's not that simplicity and And i have a it won't be commercial i don't have a i have a friend i have a friend who's at a fortune i have have one friend friend. i have have one friend
1: who's at a a fortune 100 company and uh very 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 large company everyone's heard of it i can't say it and uh their ceo was just like hey we need what's our nft play and and if i'm not even gonna say what the company does but probably about as far away from nfts as you could think yeah. And then this guy is like, what do you mean? What is our NFT he play? He's like, yeah, let's do NFT. And it's like, of what? And he's like, that's your job, man. I just said that we were going to do NFT. You're the guy that now creates. See, you, the shouldn't, yeah, you shouldn't just the say perfect. this shit,
2: Josh, because now you're triggering like my little degen instincts. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? So we're going to get some alpha. Off-air, on-air, off off we can talk about that. No. Off-air, yeah, alpha. But that's,
0: no, but I'm glad you said that because that's, that is what's happening. the NFT's going fly, though. Yeah, (laughs) they got a whole company behind it. That's that's a bigger discord than anybody. (laughs) It's true. It's that's the well, big companies
3: have inherent cultures. And so, like, that's the, the ones that NFTs right now that excel are when you actually have a culture and a people and a following. And so, when you have big companies marrying into this space, eventually. So, if you look at it from the other perspective, the opportunity is enormous. So, right now, you can monetize NFTs because of the hype, and eventually, you can monetize them permanently. Yep. Because they are the structure to control and to integrate your community and your following into your business. Yeah, so, it's an
2: extension of your company's culture into the the, I guess like the space of the end user, like to the ether. Yeah,
3: I've got like seven thoughts on this, or like maybe four more. I'm not sure. Um,
2: now I'll save them for later, though. Go ahead, shoot. Let's let's hear. It. Let's hear. It. Let's hear one of those. One of your seven. <laughs> Come on, that's okay. I'm saving them one per one podcast. I'm saving all my podcast. good ones. I
0: say I, I think that I do think that the NFT space is. I think there's a shit ton of opportunity, and I really want, like, I really want people to go out into it. I want people to explore it, and so I, I just kind of throw out like a caution flag because it's almost kind of like you know I want people to go into it, but I just recognize that like you know the water's full of sharks, and people just need yep. to recognize that and you know keep their eyes open, but. I think that there's, you know, we came up with a couple ideas just on this phone call. Um, I think there's tons of different opportunities to kind of change the world in the with the NFT, with NFTs, yeah. and they're and they're very a diversification of these of the ideas are, is is substantial. Yeah. So I think that it's a very cool opportunity, and I really I do want, I want to push people out there. I want people to go into it and get super creative because this is a time to innovate and create something from scratch and like you know, to bring it back to our original conversation, you know, you, there's the people are going to have the ability to actually create some real legacies from, from this technology. And I want people to go hard into it because I want to see, the, I want to be a part of just seeing these legacies created and seeing the innovation that comes out of it, because I I can see that there's so many different opportunities. I'm just really excited to see what happens and maybe, you know, we get lucky enough and we actually end up making one of these legacies. You, you don't, uh, you yeah. don't really know.
3: What I, so what i think would be cool with some of these bigger legacy brands just coming from it from a uh how would i go about it or what kind of business market is there today um <clears throat> if you look at it like marketing or trying to find your clientele so they're all these nfts are popping up these communities and they have their own rules and their cultures and whatnot and and so they're these predetermined little mini facebook fan pages you know but they but they're more ingrained and more embedded more more rooted um so if i was a big, huge company like that, I'd be going out there and looking those communities. Should I get involved? Should I buy them? Should I market to them? Should I create one like that? You know, so there's, there's a million ways that big companies can actually invest in getting in early, whether it's collaboratively, um, exploring their target market. Um,
2: yeah, you know, I think that's gonna be a very interesting and on that change over the next few years. And on that note, that's uh, that is a topic for an entire episode's discussion, which we can get into on another day. Um, guys, thank you so much for joining us for the Black Hole Collective. Uh, let us know where people can find you and what you're up to, and we'll uh, we'll call it here, guys. Stramp. I'm
0: pretty sure I'm at Jedi Ninja Bot Instagram and Twitter, all different places.
3: Same.
1: Stram show on it. <laughs> Same these
0: we we share an account
3: <laughs> you know, like married couples that have like one facebook page just...
0: same <laughs> just hit him up we'll, we'll we'll talk about the
2: message <laughs> we're your plugs josh go ahead continue it's
1: Tram show on instagram i also don't care
3: <laughs> <laughs> you have find me at- you find you'll me find at- me if you need to <laughs> yeah
2: you can find me at Creek drops on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, you can also find me at Creek on a uh, Coinbase because I was lucky enough to claim the name before somebody else got it. So fuck. Yeah. Um, guys, thank you so much uh, until next time we're out.